Am I honestly expected to sit through my first ever date with my entire family gawking? fellow readers oh fellow readers <laughs> so camaraderie we're we're i'd say we're deep into the episodes i don't even know what episode we're on eight seven. well eight yeah this is oh wait no seventh. nine but yeah this is our seventh book yes seventh book ninth, ninth episode, episode. so they've hung with us for a while you know there's camaraderie right guys I, yes <laughs> But if you aren't one of the people who've been trucking along this whole time, and this is the first episode you're listening to, welcome to the We Read Books podcast. And when you're done with this one, just go back to the beginning. Yeah. And then you can come back and listen to this All one again. All the way through. <laughs> we, uh, we read books, and then we talk about them for our entertainment. Hopefully for yours, too. Of course. You knew what you were doing when you searched book podcasts. Yep. Because it's very intentional. They're... These are not the podcasts that are just, like, on the on the new shit, usually. Hopefully this will be, it might be the last or one of the last pre-recorded episodes before we start putting episodes out there. And then we can actually start responding to your emails. Yeah, your inquiries, your emails. Yeah. We've, we have been trying to get a bunch of content recorded, edited, ready... Before we release, just... Trying to be smarter, work yeah. smarter, not harder, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. And with books, it's very, uh, never sure how often or how soon you're going to finish one. Right, you might zoom right through one, others might take you a while, either yeah. because you just need to digest it, or because it's a slog. <laughs> Sometimes that just, a book is just a slog, dude. Yeah. You just or, can't get through it. Right. Or it's 8,000 pages. <laughs> right. We've got some juggernauts on the list, so. Yeah, yeah. We haven't, I don't think we've read any that are too, too long yet. No, no, I don't think so. But. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but if you are interested in reaching out to us and us hopefully reaching back at some point. <laughs> can reach us at our social channels uh instagram is at we read books pod tiktok is at we read books pod and our email is we read books pod two three at gmail.com yes it is and as we will respond to all your emails unless there's a huge influx then ooh, i don't know right. sorry <laughs> <laughs> you might get Lost in the cracks. Right. We're not we're not trying to make false promises. We're gonna do our best though. Yes. But that's where we'll leave. <laughs> we like to keep the expectations realistic. Yes. <laughs> I don't think we introduced ourselves. That is Whitney. <laughs> and that is Maddie. Oh. Yeah. We're not rusty or anything. It hasn't been a few weeks since we've recorded. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time we recorded? At least a month ago. It's right? definitely been a month. And it's been a month. It feels like it's flown by. It has been so quick. I Busyness. Think, yeah. But 
we're here now. Yep. Yep. We're back. Yes. And just a little business before we get into the book that we've read, um, I want to correct myself. And I don't even know if any of you notice <laughs> or, or give two rips, but I'm going to correct myself anyway. <laughs> I don't even remember who I was speaking about, but I said that someone had joie de vivre, which is, you know, like a lust for life, which isn't inaccurate. But the word I was really looking for was je ne sais quoi, which is like a undescribable quality like an attractive quality you know so that's what I was aiming for and just missed it but you probably didn't notice or care maybe you did and I'm fixing it for your brain so either way now you have that (laughs) yeah and that's your French lesson for the day both are just like very cool French phrases yeah yeah Yeah. so fun and learning what That's what you come here for. Yeah. An education. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, I guess, getting into our topic this week, mm-hmm. uh, this is a real change of pace for us thus far. We did two fantasies in a row. Can you blame us? No. <laughs> Honestly, most of the shit we're going to do is probably fantasy. Let's be honest. That's where my heart lies. Me too. If I'm, like, craving something, but I don't know what I want to read, I'm just like, well, let's just pick a fantasy. Yep. It's going to hit always. Yep. <laughs> so, why not? But we're, we did a a YA romance for this one. Ooey, ooey. I didn't even read romance when I was a YA. Yeah, I, de- I didn't either. I was more, fantasy. like, fantasy and thriller yeah. mystery. Those were really the things that I aimed towards. I had a real phase uh, where I would read, like, drug books. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was one called Smack that I really liked. I think it was about two heroin addicts in England. (laughs) They were, like, teenagers. Mm -hmm. And I don't... They didn't live in London. I think they may have lived in Manchester. Mm -hmm. I don't don't remember. Uh, But the book is called Smack. And it's about heroin. I, I I read a book called Cut, which mm. is about cutting. It's a very short, small book. And I, that wasn't something that I did, but I it was... I knew a lot of people who did that. Yeah, and it was just kind of interesting to read it from, to hear it from that perspective of a, you know, the character themselves, obviously, did cutting so um it i mean i just think that i mean that's that's a big thing that reading does right it puts you in the situation of mm-hmm. um people that you know it or in situations that you normally yourself wouldn't necessarily be in or yeah. it could be one that you have been in and then you can kind of have an outlet to experience something in a safe way or whatever but i i do think that that kind of stuff can be interesting yeah to you know, get different perspectives or just kind of yeah. help you deal with stuff. But I, it's been so long. I don't remember how it ended, but I, I want to say it dealt with it and also like seeking help for it. But again, mm-hmm. I don't remember, but yeah. I, 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 thinking of young me, that was quite a bold choice, but you just hope books like that are a warning and maybe yeah. deter people from yeah falling I mean, down that path. Yeah. I think a lot of those like writers set out to like write books like that. Like Yeah, they they smack. wanna touch they wanna touch on kind of yeah. um 
uh, the adolescent fight. Yeah, yeah, and controversial, hard topics. Yeah, I think that that is what, I don't know now, like, new YA that's coming Mm -hmm. out now, obviously I don't know, but when I was in high school, that was a real theme. Yeah. Was, like, books coming out to show, like, the underbelly. Yeah, yeah. Of something like heroin that's really glamorized. Yeah. Meth isn't really glamorized, but heroin yeah. is. It's yeah. like the the drug of like movie stars and rock stars. Yeah. It's heroin, so. Gosh. No, thank you. I agree. Lesson for the day, say no to drugs. Say no to drugs, kids. Yeah. That's how um, Philip Seymour Hoffman died. Heroin overdose. Oh, that's right. And, well, Heath Ledger, he was on prescription yeah. Medication it's just funny. sad. But, it just yeah. brings sadness. It's you guys. so sad. Sadness. But this book is not sad. Not sad. It's quite delightful. A palate cleanser, if you it, will. It's yeah. just it's just nice. It has not to say that it's devoid of any um turmoil because it, there there definitely is some, but nothing deep, dark yeah. and and cutting, you know, it's, it's it's rather light. Yes, it's light. It's it's not gonna snap your heart in half or anything. Yeah, like it's that. Like really heartwarming and precious. Yeah. Yeah. So it is The Love Match by Priyanka Tesleen. So I guess some info about the novel. We don't have a ton of info about it because it's uh, brand spanking new. Didn't realize that when we picked it. No, yeah, yeah. Um, It was published January 3rd, 2023. (laughs) This is her debut novel. So congrats to Priyanka. Yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. And we don't have any stats to report on, like, the book that we would generally do in this. Yeah part of the app but I mean I think the Goodreads reviews all seem pretty positive mm-hmm. so I I anticipate that the book will do well. Yeah and hopefully anything else she writes after this will also do yeah. well. We're gonna keep our eye on Priyanka. Yeah. See what she has coming out in the coming years. I, yeah. Since this one just came out I wouldn't anticipate another book from her for a year for a or while. two. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. So, great. Oh. Well, let's jump into the different characters. So, we've got Zara, who is our main gal. Yep. Um, And then we've got Harun. And then we've got his parents, or his mom, Pushpita Kala. His dad's in there, but we don't really talk to his dad. (laughs) I think there's, like, one Much. scene where his dad is... He's around. He's, we just yeah. don't focus on him. Yeah, he's, so. he's not a focus. And then we've got um, a cousin, Sammy Afa and Hanif. And then we have Mr. Tahir, who is Zara's boss at Chai Ho. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a restaurant where she works um, with her friends and Mr. Tahir's daughters, Danny and Dahlia. They are twins. And then we have Jimena, who is Danny's... Danny's girlfriend. Girlfriend. And then we have Zainab, which is Zara's mom. We've got Nanu, who is Zara's grandmother. We've got Rezna and Arif, who are Zara's brother and sister. Younger brother and sister. And then we have Nayam, who is one of the love interests. I think I just said Harun's name before. He is also... (laughs) 
<laughs> one of the love one interests. of the love interests. Yeah. <laughs> just Haroon. Just Haroon. you don't need to know anything about him. Just let me tell you all about his family, though. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, Haroon. <laughs> I'm sorry, Haroon. And our very short one-line synopsis. <laughs> I love a one-line synopsis. Uh, hard-working, young Bangladeshi teen Zara Khan is torn between her true dreams of becoming a writer, her mother's expectations, and her responsibility to her family. I wrote that myself because I didn't know how to pare down the... It's short <laughs> and succinct. on the back of the book. So I was yeah. like, this is what I experienced from reading it. I like it's it. Brief. <laughs> it's succinct. Yes. Thank you. It's a gift to be able to write something succinctly like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> I'm blushing over here. <laughs> um, we actually kind of have quite a lot of major plot points. Yes. And the book's not really that long. Mm-mm. I mean, it's like a general book. Yeah. But it snaps along. Like it does. I, I don't feel like you sit and stew in something for a long while. And in some right. books, you do want to sit and stew, but... This one, I think it's paced really well. So yeah. we won't really need to probably sit and discuss a whole lot of parts. There will be yeah. some major ones, but yeah. um, we'll probably just clip through a lot of the major plot points. Just yeah, I agree. A lot goes on. A lot goes on. And yeah, a lot of it is really like to see like Zara's family mm-hmm. dynamic. Yeah. So like the like the opening. Yeah. Right. Yeah, now. exactly. Okay, so first we'll open the novel with a wedding. But not Zara's wedding. Not Zara's re- <laughs> wedding. Zara's 18. Just so Zara, Danny, Dahlia, and Jimena mm-hmm. all recently graduated. And Harun. Oh, yeah. All of them have recently graduated high school. So they're all like 18 years old mm-hmm. looking forward to college. That's yeah. like their. It's path. summer break. Summer break. <laughs> Summer loving. <laughs> oh. Perfect. So, when you listen to that song now, it's kind of gross. It is. <laughs> you don't think about it whenever you're right. just, like, right. watching Grease. Yeah. And you're like, oh. And you're like, oh, ew, you guys. Mm, you down in the grass. <laughs> right. <Gross. laughs> no, you didn't, you liar. <laughs> Luckily, this book is not... Yeah. Like Greece. No. This book is very wholesome. <laughs> right. But Which yes. Is nice and refreshing. Yes, absolutely. But we're at a wedding and Zara is uh, with her mother and they get put at a table with Pushpita Kala. Mm-hmm. They do. And wouldn't you know, Pushpita Kala is just talking about her good old son Haroon. <laughs> <laughs> So Zara's family, interestingly, is considered like Bangladeshi royalty, mm-hmm. kind of. So Zara could m- maybe be considered like a princess in mm-hmm. Bangladesh, mm-hmm. but her family's not wealthy. Right. Is it just based on like family lineage? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like family lineage from... Bangladesh, Right. Even though now they live in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, like their lineage is... Is royalty. Yeah. 
Which just adds to their social status. They're not like hoity-toity, snotty, high status. It's just people know of their their family lineage. And it, it just kind of adds to people's respect for them. Yeah, they're like a respectable family and all of that. Mm -hmm. Like tradition and all of that. They just, uh, they don't have money. You're right. So that's one of Zara's like plights. Yeah. Is like working to take care of her family. Right. We just open, we see Zara and her mom meet Pushpita Mm -hmm. Kala. And they also... And this opening, I think, talk about, like, the difference between, like, a love match Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know what they call the other type of match. Like, just, like, an arranged marriage. Yeah. Like, arranged marriage that's for, like, family, like, bringing together two different families Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. the reason might be. And then there's, like, the love match. Right. Which is a pretty self-explanatory, yeah. you know, you you have two people getting married because they love each other, not because it's a, yeah. a, a blending of families. Yeah. For, I feel like to say for the benefit of each family sounds weird, but I mean, it really is. It's just yeah. to, you know. Right. Just to give them a match and to let their future start. Right. And I think that's um, what kind of we see with. Harun's family and Zara's mm-hmm. family, like Zara's family has the respectability, the long lineage, and then Harun's family has money. Yes. But they're not like as like respectable in the social hierarchy. Yeah, which I thought was so crazy because I mean, they're nothing but nice and Yeah, they're so nice. Lovely, but Pushpita is um described as kind of eccentric mm-hmm. just with her jewelry and her exuberant personality, but mm-hmm. I just I, yeah, the whole time I was just like, "Oh, yeah, I really give her a chance. <laughs> I know. I really enjoyed all of Harun's family. Yeah, me They're too. Just very pleasant. Yes. But, so that's kind of like where we are at the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah, and then after the wedding is over, then we go back to Zara's home, and that's when we get more detail about the fact that Zara's father died. Was it? Semi recently, I think it's like two years prior. Yeah, to the yeah. I mean, it's been a bit, but not long enough for the the sting of it to be gone. Yeah. But um, so that is part of why they are in such dire financial straits. You know, mm-hmm. it's a single mom taking care of three kids. So Zara works to help support the family as well. Mm-hmm. They all live in. I think it's a. a two-bedroom apartment in New Jersey? Might be. And it's Zara, her mom, her two siblings, and her grandmother. Yeah. All five of them living in this apartment. So yeah. she, Zara shares a room with her grandma. Yeah. Which I think is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then the living room kind of doubles as Zara's mom's work area. Yeah. I keep calling her Zara's mom, but her name's Zainab. She is a... Is she a seamstress? Yeah. She makes clothes. Yeah. Um, And we can get into it in a little more detail as the story unfolds. Yeah. But she she makes, like, all of Zara's, like, traditional clothing. Yeah. When they... Like, the wedding and stuff. Whenever Zara has to wear, like, traditional Bangladeshi 
attire. Mm-hmm. Zainab makes all of her stuff. Yeah. And I would assume she makes all the stuff for Resna as well. Yeah. It's just not, like, ever fully yeah. stated, I and don't Resna's think. Resna's still pretty young. Yeah, so. she's, like, an actual kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after the scene at the house, we kind of clip along and we see Zara at work with her friends, Danny and Dahlia. You know, she's... We just kind of see where she works and the dynamic there. Mr. Tahir is stern, you know, that kind yeah. of like hard on the outside, but you, you get the sense that he's got a little soft spot on the inside. Yeah. He just doesn't show it very much. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I at first, like at the beginning, when you first meet Mr. Tahir, mm-hmm. I was like, is this guy, what, what is he, what role is he playing here? Mm-hmm. But... In the end of the, by the time you get like the middle and the end of the book, he's like a, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He like treats Zara well. Yeah, he's just more of a stern father figure than like a mushy gushy one. Yeah, yeah. He's very rigid, but yeah, still cares. Cares. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we meet Danny and Dahlia, and do we meet him in a there? I can't remember if Jimena's there or not, she but she always there. pops in and out. Yeah. yeah, no, she doesn't. I don't think she works there. She just helps out occasionally, but yeah. mostly just is there because they're all really good friends. Yeah, all four of them. So Danny and Dolly are twins. Mm-hmm. And I think Danny ha- keeps, like, wears her hair in fashion colors. Mm-hmm. And Dahlia wears the hijab. See, and I don't even remember uh, all the details about the twins. I know that they're, they're different, but yeah. it's been long enough, and I've read two books since this one, so like some right. of the smaller details have left my brain. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. It just, I just, one of the things that I didn't realize, mm-hmm. and maybe, I mean, I'm not Muslim, so I mm-hmm. obviously don't know the ins and outs of how that goes, but it the way that Dahlia is written is that she made the decision to wear hijab, mm-hmm. whereas like Danny is doesn't wear one, mm-hmm. and Zara also doesn't wear one, right? Even though both of them are also Muslim, mm-hmm. so I found that really interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize it was something that you chose. Maybe that's like an American thing, mm-hmm. or maybe it's across. Maybe. Across, like, nations who practice yeah. Islam, that would be something that I would be interested in yeah. looking up. I thought it was interesting, too, Zara's mom, like, at first being, un- I don't know about uncomfortable with her working there, but mm-hmm. because Mr. Tahir's family is from a different... Pa- yeah, they're from Pakistan. Yeah, whereas they're from Bangladesh, and I guess there was, like, a... I don't know that she called it, like, a civil... But there was, there was like, a... a some sort of, like altercation yeah between yeah between the two Mm -hmm. um countries so i thought that was interesting just the little sprinkled bits of historical and cultural information was nice like in the author actually at the beginning of the book even said you know i'm not going to explain everything to you yeah (laughs) because that's part of it you know if you want to learn about the culture of these characters, you know, I want you to take it upon yourself to go look those things up. Yeah. But she still does put certain things in the story that kind of still give you some 
context and like information. Yeah. Which was really cool to to experience. Yeah, she she definitely just like drops you in to this community Mm -hmm. and pretty much all of the characters that you interact with in the book are um bangladeshi or the tahirs Mm -hmm. and they're uh pakistani himena is not though right she is i think she's hispanic i think she is yeah i think she's hispanic but either way i thought that was like full immersion. Yeah. That was a really cool part of the book because you're just expected to either know or figure out what Mm -hmm. all of this stuff is, Mm -hmm. which I enjoy because I'll look look it up. Yeah. Some people might not, which I think is kind of shit, but (laughs) if you don't You can enjoy the story even if you decide not to, but you're going to obviously have a a deeper understanding understanding of it if you do. Yeah, because the thing, like, the parts... That, I mean, this is set in the U.S., current, like, modern mm-hmm. times. It's not, like, so far out of context where you're not going to understand. You're going to understand what all of this stuff is. Yeah. It just, if you look it up, you'll know, like, you'll have more of a picture of what right. it is. Like, right. the different garb that they wear. Mm-hmm. And the food. Mm-hmm. Just cool. And just like the different gatherings and how yeah. how they're culturally culturally different and e- stuff like that. Exactly. After we leave work, Zara goes home, and for some reason, mom's like shoving her into this really pretty outfit. <laughs> yeah. And telling her that they're gonna go out for dinner, which <laughs> Zara's a little uh, suspicious. It's like, hey, we don't have a lot of money, like. We never go out to eat. You don't pay for dinner when we can make something at home. Yeah. What's up? And she's like, oh, it's, did she say it was like in celebration of her graduation or just try to kind of play it off? She tries to play it off. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're just going to celebrate you. (laughs) We're just going to go to this really nice place that we don't have any money for. Right. Fine. Yeah. It'll be no big deal. Don't worry about it. Contribute to the household funds, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh, lo and behold, guess who owns the restaurant, guys? <laughs> Pushpita you, and you. her husband, yeah. <laughs> Harun's yeah. parents. Harun's parents. And guess who's already sitting there eating at a table with plenty of room? <laughs> yep, you guessed it. It's Harun. And yeah, family. yeah. <laughs> And they invite Zara, her mom. I think, does Nanu go? Or is it just mom and the two kids? I think it's just the mom and the kids. Okay. I say two kids. I guess there's three. Zara's is still a kid. Yeah, I don't think Nanu is there. Yeah. Um, um, Harun and Zara pretty figure out out pretty quick what's going on. They're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Harun is pretty standoffish and a little incredibly bit, uh, he's a little even seems a little like irritated cold even cold yeah a little bit and even though he is like shy as yeah. a character yes. he also ha- i think he probably assumes that the reason why that zara and fam mm-hmm. want to like set him up with zara is mm-hmm. for the money he's like this 
girl just wants my Skriller. Right. And my mom's just trying to get me married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to a family who's really respectable. Because I right. think it seems like he already knows the con name. Probably. He, I mean, like, calls the, her the, princess. Right. I don't know if he calls her princess then, but he definitely does. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. So. But yeah. So they have dinner and it's unpleasant, though. <laughs> Zara does not. I mean, in her head, at least she, you know, will at least recognize that Haroon is attractive. Yeah. He's a hottie. But too bad he's a wet blanket in yeah. personality. At least. Yeah. <laughs> Right now. And she's trying to be pleasant. She, she is trying to be polite. She has no interest in like this setup, but she's at least trying to play it cool. Yeah. Like he's okay. not trying no, he at is all. <laughs> not trying at all. So that that night does not end well for uh Zara and Zainab at no. all. No, 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 no. But uh yeah, they end up in a fight. But yeah. Nanu kind of, like, settles the fight. Yes, yeah. She and Zara end up having, like, a a chat. Yeah. Is that when she tells her about her grandfather? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was so sweet just the way she talked about it because I think for her it was an arranged marriage. Mm -hmm. But she talks about how they were truly a team. Mm -hmm. You know, because Zara was like, did you love him? And she was like, well, you know... We worked with each other to make our home good. We laughed at these types of things. We, you know, cried together, you know, during hard times. We we did our best to raise our child. After he passed, mm-hmm. I missed him. And if it wasn't for my daughter, I don't know how I would have gone on living. You know, is that love? Like, kind of thing. Like, yeah. I just thought it was so sweet. And in, in that, to me, it's like, that's... That's when, you know, uh, something arranged became intimate and became a form of love, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was really sweet, too. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I think I have heard stories of people, because I think a lot of, arranged marriage is not specific to, like, Middle Eastern culture. Mm -hmm. Most cultures have some form of arranged marriage, mm-hmm. like uh, especially in royal families. Yeah, they wanted to marry for uh, gain. Yeah, political or financial or whatever. Right. So, right. You know, almost every culture has had arranged marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, I'm sure that a lot of them end up loving each other in some way even if it's not like romantic love but at least like a friendship love yeah and then back in the day even like nanu i assume is older so even in whenever she was young Mm -hmm. marriage wasn't necessarily for the woman wasn't necessarily about love Mm -hmm. it was about being able to be secure because yeah. you you were not allowed to take care of yourself right or not be a continue to be or become a burden on your family right i mean even in the u.s women weren't able to have their own bank accounts until like 1974 so Wild. how how in the actual hell <laughs> are you supposed to do anything if you can't even have a bank account yeah get 
right out of here. <laughs> you Get know what I mean? That's right out of here. Look, I mean, it's crazy. I see so much shit, especially on TikTok. I know it's a cesspool, I was but it's say addicting. That, that. It's the most addicting cesspool I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> but I see so many videos of dudes complaining, like, I just don't understand, blah, blah, blah. Why is it so hard for women? Da, da, da. I'm like, do you realize that there are people alive right now? Well, my grandma was had her first child as an adult woman. She still could not have a bank account without my grandpa signing for it. Wow. She's alive right now. <laughs> she couldn't have a bank account. Please, come come cry to me with your male sorrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, they women are allowed to have bank accounts now, and the women now don't have to know yeah. what that, that yeah. particular... Yeah. Thing feels like. There are other hardships. There are. <laughs> for all people. For, there but. Are, yes. Every demographic of person has their own unique hardships. But. But, but yes. You know. Very, very <laughs> glad that that is not a thing anymore. <laughs> I know. That's what I always struggle with when I think, man, I wish I could time travel back to the, back to the day. Yeah. Like 1700s, I think, would be where I would pick. Nice. But, uh. It wouldn't be a good time to be a lady. Right. Then you think, mm, that's why I'd just be a visit. You wouldn't just, you wouldn't live there. I, I wouldn't stay. Pop in, pop out. Yeah. I mean, I would want to wear the clothes. They're so sick. I'm Let, not, we like, could, let's do it now. Oh, Who we says could, we couldn't do it right. now? You're right. People do it all the time. Yeah. I don't like, have to, I don't have to have an event to cosplay, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Corset. Corset. I'm not going to tighten it, okay? It'll yeah. just be there for looks only. Yeah, just <laughs> for the look. Right. Shapewear is bad enough. Oh, my gosh. It's so... It's fine. Once I get it on, I, like, am not super uncomfortable. But the pro the issue is, once you're in it, you want to you wanna ration your liquids. Because... <laughs> because you don't have you, to take it off. When you have, and then put it back on. Yeah, when you're going to have to go to the bathroom, you're going to fully naked <laughs> you have to take the dress all the way off because it's the short about version that. i didn't think about that <laughs> or just don't wear the shapewear i was but. gonna say i'm i'm just like too lazy to wear the shapewear i just yeah. why are there so many hoops <laughs> why i don't jump through them i just <laughs> yeah. i say forget you i, I will not be contained <laughs> yeah I know. It's a comfort. Yeah. There's yeah. comfort in having... The security the knowing security. everything is where it's exactly. going to be. and It's staying there. Nothing's going to accidentally be seen. Exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And if I need to ration liquids, then so be it. <laughs> so be it. Speaking so. of liquids, we're back at the restaurant. Try ho Smooth segues. <laughs> yeah. It is like a, a like a tea shop kind yes. of Yes. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I would go there. It sound yeah, it seemed like they had like <clears throat> a lot of teas and pastries. Mm -hmm. Did they do regular food as well? I don't know. Maybe we mostly focused on the teas and pastries. Yeah. I'm sure there was other things. There but could have been other things. It was like, making me hungry. I love I love a pastry. So we're back at work, mm -hmm. and there's some new guy named Niam. Niam. So we meet. Long hair. <laughs> Musician. Hey. Long hair. <laughs> right up my alley. 
My husband has long hair and is a musician. So. Yeah. <laughs> Dakota had long hair whenever we met. Mm-hmm. So, long, curly hair. Yeah. So. Hey. It, yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's he's the new employee of Chai Ho. You know, there's there's this uh, character in the book called the Auntie Network. Mm. <laughs> Which is not one character, but many. But many. it's, you know, it's basically your your women. crowd of women yeah. that know all, see all, and share all with yeah. each other. They are, like I said, affectionately called the auntie network. They're like the omnipotent, omnipresent yes. entity. At least they think that they are. They yeah. think they know everything. I feel like 90% of what they know is a assumed information yeah. and not true fact. Yeah. But they like see things, yeah. make inferences yeah. and assumptions. They are a force to be reckoned with, they I, I guarantee you. <laughs> they would get like a random little like chapter here and there that was like a page. Yeah, of them like texting back and yeah. forth. It was actually kind of cute and funny. I really actually liked the Auntie Network, even though they were kind of a uh, catty nuisance. Yeah. Like some of them I was like, listen, here. Let Auntie, live. shut the heck up. That's right. <laughs> Quit with your shit talking. Right. So, but they're all a buzz about this new guy, you know, this new, young, cute, handsome boy. And uh, the rumor is that he is a poor orphan. Yep. So, you know, He's everyone kind of... poor, beautiful orphan. Poor, beautiful orphan. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone kind of takes pity on him. And that's, yeah. you know, that's why Mr. Tahir gave him the job. Mm-hmm. And I think he's living with... He lives, like, just... A, next door to Zara. Oh, yeah. And he's staying with the imams. I don't know if that's, like, a religious Oh, I I just kind of thought of it as, like, two ladies that were, like, or, I don't know, people that were part of, like, the... The net, the auntie network, yeah. or at least one of the the people he was staying with yeah. was like kind of part of the auntie network. Yeah. I just thought it was like a familiar familiar person in yeah. the community. Like, yeah, but community I wasn't sure. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. It was not coming to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's staying with whomever who whoever this person is, and his window and Zara's window can see each other. Yeah. So. Oh, in their houses? Yeah. So there's, like, one scene where he's in his window and she's at her window and they can, like, see each other. Oh. See, I don't even remember that. I remember them looking at the little window, through the window at work at each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. little order window. But I forgot about the the house window. Yeah. We get some innocent flirts. Yeah. Look at all these things I missed, guys. And I swear. I swear I read the book. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. It's, it's been, been a, a minute. While, but it's been a minute. So yeah. So we get a little meet cute with him and Zara. But oh yeah, because they they literally break a shit ton of dishes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> she's like coming in the door, and he's, he's trying to like out. out the door, and they just kaboom, and, and then like you know fall on the ground. She's right. laying on him. Right. Dishes are everywhere. Right. And Mr. Tahir is like, get it together. Damn. And you owe me for some broken dishes. <laughs> you broke my shit. <laughs> Pissed. Right. But nothing really crazy happened. Just, no. you know, they meet and they notice each other. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know about sparks, but. There's. Some twinkles. The, the interest. <laughs> yeah, the interest, the interest is sparked. Because Zara is also very beautiful. Yes. 
Yeah. So I don't know if we, like, it doesn't really matter. She's our protagonist. Right. But she's very beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So then we skip to a second meeting with <laughs> Haroon and his family. Yep. They go to the, so Haroon's family's name is Amon. So they go to the Imon house. Yes. For the second gathering mm-hmm. or date, mm-hmm. if you will. It's yeah. not an official date yet, no, though. No, not official. And, uh, you know, it's awkward. The house is giant because the Imons are rich. Yeah. And... Haroon is still just as cold and disinterested mm-hmm. as he was last time. <laughs> yeah. And Zara and Haroon take the tour. He gives her the tour as suggested by their parents. Mm-hmm. And she sees the library and she's like, oh my god, the books. Because she's like a writer or wants mm-hmm. to be a writer. Yep. She and loves Pride and Prejudice. Can't fault does. her for that. Can't fault her for that. And then she sees Harun's room and meets his bearded dragon. Yeah. Does she see a picture of him with his shirt off or something? She does. Or his soccer and outfit or something. His and diving she, outfit. He's oh, a diver. yeah. And she's just like, whoop, whoop. Her swimming outfit. Too he's, bad he's a jerk, though. Yeah. But she's like, whoop. Damn. He's, he's good looking, but got, got, got a personality. Bod <laughs> got a bod going. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, I would swoon if he wasn't such an asshole to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, through, you know, I don't know, minimal conversation, they yeah. they finally kind of were like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. I'm not interested. Yeah. Okay, great. Neither am I. <laughs> yeah. And I think he is really the one who says it first. He's like, listen, yeah. you know this isn't going to happen, right? Right. And I think he thought she was at least going along with it. Yeah. Until she's like, no, listen, yeah. I don't want to be married either. Right. I'm not trying to... Least of all to you, jerk. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that kind of, like, shows him, like, she's not out here trying to get his money. Right. But even though they agree kind of amongst themselves, they both lose the nerve to tell their parents, like, yeah, this isn't happening. Right. So they, I don't know, they... I want to say they kind of go along with it for... Yeah. Or at least agree to kind of go with the flow for a little bit but yeah that's when their friendship starts to spark a little bit they have a little bit of banter Mm -hmm. they are like texting yeah she calls him robot boy and he calls her princess yeah so they 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 start to kind of warm to each other once the expectation at least from each other has gone away there's still a pretty heavy expectation from from the parents from the parents which the family yeah they fully expected the the family to have those expectations but at least now they know that both of them are on the same page right and Um, i think that makes it easier for them to be more comfortable with each other right and it's just sort of like an agreement like yeah okay we're gonna quote unquote date but we're gonna slowly make this a disaster and prove to our parents that this is a terrible idea yeah and they they call it the eight dates of summer yeah which i feel like it would be the title of 
uh, movie. Right. If this was made into a movie, they could title it The Eight Dates of Summer. But too bad they don't even make it to... Right. I think they make it to, what, three? I think three. Not even halfway. Not even half. (laughs) Come on, guys. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, I did think that his names for her were a little more clever than her names for him. I thought yeah. Robot Boy was really generic. Yeah. But he did just kind of act just yeah. dull and like, dull like and monotone. disinterested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, calling her he called her princess and then later on when she gets a little more stern he calls her general. Yeah, I, thought, I thought general that was really funny. Yeah, I liked that one a lot. Like, she's like in the she's scheming, making plans. Yes. Recognizing her cunning, you know, yeah. I liked him. Yeah, I liked I liked General a lot. I did think that Priyanka could have come up with a cooler nickname than Robot Boy. Yeah. Didn't love it, huh? But it felt very YA. This whole, like, scheme of theirs yes. reads very YA to me. Yes, like, yes. Like, of course some teenagers would think that this would work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As an adult, you're like, nah. Okay. No, just, just always, you know, just be honest. Just yeah. don't play, don't play games. Don't play the games <laughs> because it's always going to backfire. Yes. It felt very like the romantic version of like the parent trap. Right? I was going to say that before, <laughs> like a reverse parent trap. Yeah. Was yeah. their plan? It, that's exactly what it was giving for me. Our brains, guys. This is why we work so well together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they're from this point, their relationship is really cute. Yeah, me. yeah, I really like it. Yeah, they just have a nice friendship yeah. with each other yeah. and getting to know each other as people and not as possible suitors. So it's nice, yeah. it's very nice. And I do think that there is like an advantage to, I think it's what separates how Nayim and Zara are with each other Mm. as opposed to Harun and Zara because Mm. Harun and Zara seem to have an agreement like we're not interested in a romantic relationship so it takes the pressure that sort of pressure off so that it's easier for them to be open with each other and honest and just kind of like be themselves whereas Nayim and Zara the, the romantic aspect makes them kind of you always kind of have a little bit of a front, especially yeah. like when you first meet someone. Right. You're always putting your best foot forward. Yeah. But isn't just you saying those two things together like, doesn't that sound ridiculous? Of course. Like, if you really like someone and if someone is going to or if you're going to assess if someone really likes you, like, isn't it the most beneficial to just be yourself? Like, I get that it's scary to go, hey, if they don't like me for me, then yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Then they're not meant to be for me, but mm-hmm. I think human beings were just not built that way. Like most of us care what other people think and, you yeah. know, but I I do think that yeah, it is kind of crazy. It's like, "Ooh, I'm attracted to them. I'm going to show them the best parts of myself," which we all want to be our best selves, but I do think that the best romantic relationships are born out of just being genuinely yourself right. and friendship and of, yeah. yeah yeah of course and i don't know the the quirks are what i love most about the people that i love so yeah yeah <laughs> you know and i think that's probably why most people are not with the person that they were with as a teenager right because you're 
ideas of what you're supposed to be in a relationship are different whenever yeah. you're a teen as opposed to an adult. Yeah, agreed. Okay. So. We do kind of bounce around, like, from this person's house to work, to home, to work. So, yeah. and maybe yeah. it's just, it maybe it flows a little better in the book, but it does feel like you just, but it, it doesn't feel jarring. It's just, okay, next scene. It's, it's snappy. <laughs> yes. It's not jarring. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So... I think we're back at the at um chai ho we're back at chai ho and um you know regular work day but then mm-hmm. after work Nayam and zara he walks her home from mm-hmm. work and um they kind of bond with each other and discuss just their lives and stuff and they mm-hmm. kind of realize that they're fairly alike you know they bond, um, or at least Zara, Zara feels like she bonds with Nayam because of their shared experience of losing family members because right. he tells her that he's lost family to death as well, just mm-hmm. like she has with her father. So that that definitely bonds her to him. Yeah, and I think that that specific thing makes her feel like she can talk to Nayam. Yeah. Because... She doesn't really feel like she can talk about her dad with yeah. her family because they're all like dealing with the grief too. Right, right. And it just it's just uh, something it's tra- traumatizing like that. It, you know, when someone else has that same trauma, it kind of links you together in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's kind of yeah, it's an emotional lifeline that she attaches to him. Yeah, and and also that he's. An orphan and and doesn't ha- you know and he doesn't have a lot of money like right. you know, he's in a similar right. financial situation as her in the sense that it's like mm-hmm. he's he's working hard to be able to afford his dreams which mm-hmm. his dream is to open a guitar um, I almost said restaurant no <laughs> uh, a guitar store where he can sell guitars and also teach people to play yeah and also so yeah he's in the arts she loves to write. Mm-hmm. So, I think we said that in the synopsis, but we haven't really talked about that in the, yeah. in the plot yet yeah. so far. But she's kind of had a hiatus from writing yeah. since her father passed. Right. She, so. like, had a novel in the works yeah. that she'd been, like, neglecting and not yeah. writing. And she's also really smart as well. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned that either, but she, her dream school is Columbia. Mm-hmm. And she got accepted to Columbia. But she deferred. But she cannot attend because she can't afford the tuition. Right. And she wants to be able to help the family for at least another year if, you know, if not question mark. You know, we, you know, she just doesn't know. But so over, over that tremendous loss, plus them both being kind of artsy minded people, Mm -hmm. I, I, that kind of starts to strengthen a... A, their attraction and mm-hmm. a bond between each other. Right. So at this point, Zara's like, okay, I'm into Nayam. Mm-hmm. And then, so this is when she texts Haroon and she's like, hey, we've got to make a plan yeah. <laughs> to get this over with. Yeah. So they, with, I guess their parents are like, you're going to date the summer or whatever. Yeah. And every Friday, mm-hmm. they go on a date. Yeah. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so their agreement between Zara and Haroon is that yeah. they're just going to act a fool. On these dates. On these dates. Yeah. To, and hopefully their parents will realize, like, these these two are not 
meant to be together. Right. They are not a certainly good match. not a love match, and they're not a uh, <laughs> agreeable match either. <laughs> right. <laughs> so bad date number one. We go to a movie, and mm-hmm. there is a cousin chaperone, Hanif. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say it. I think Hanif, yeah. I, I, for this book, I read some physically, and then I also listened to the audiobook while I was at work because I wanted to know what happened next. So I just mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> kept yeah. it away. I just kept bouncing back and forth. And I can't remember. I think that part of the book I didn't listen to the audiobook. So I just wanted to make sure that I said mm-hmm. it correctly. So yeah, and it's, it's not a great date. Hanif is kind of, uh, he's kind of rude. Rude anyway. Yeah, and, very you know, exacting. Yeah. Judgmental. But, you know, Zara pretends like, you know, oh, well, yeah, you can pay for it. You're rich. And like yeah. just trying to seem like such a snob. And then Harun's trying to be rude right back. And mm-hmm. it's a bad date, but that's a good thing. They wanted yeah, it to be a bad date. They wanted it to be a bad date. But that's bad date number one. Yes. And it's at this point in the book also that Zainab, who is mostly referred to as Ama in the mm-hmm. book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She gets commissioned mm-hmm. to do the wedding clothes for this bride, a traditional, like, Bangladeshi yeah. bridal attire. Yes. Her name's, uh, they refer to her as Bride Zolad. Zolad. But for the first little bit, I thought, I was like, is she saying Bridezilla? <laughs> like, you know, but, uh, yeah. which the Bride Zolad is a Bridezilla yeah, to the max. I think those are like, they mean the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is a very, like, demanding client. Mm-hmm. And essentially, she's commissioned Zainab to make all of her bridal clothes mm-hmm. for her wedding. But she's not paying. She's not paying her up front. Yeah, she so, expects the clothes to be yes made, the fabric to be purchased, and then she will pay for it afterward. I think she made a small deposit. I think she deposit, made a small deposit, but not because Zainab wasn't wouldn't have asked for it. This woman is just so high on her horse that she thinks mm-hmm. it's not necessary, and Zainab is too. I guess proud, but not yeah. in like a the worst of ways. Just you know, she doesn't necessarily want to air all her financial dirty laundry yeah. to everybody. So mm-hmm. she just kind of reluctantly is like, "Okay, yeah, I'll do it without a big down payment." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she really, I think she needs like a couple thousand dollars to get yeah. materials yeah. to get and, started. And and this job is. A big deal for Zainab and for their family because mm-hmm. if this goes well, then yeah, then she'll likely get one. This job is supposed to pay really well. Two, mm-hmm. then it could really get her name out there and she could start getting more work than she's already got. Mm-hmm. So she has to reluctantly, I can't remember if she asks or if Zara offers it, but basically Zara yeah. ends up having to. And not having to, you know, wants to, doesn't want to because she wants it for herself, but wants to because she wants to help the family and she sees that they need it. Mm-hmm. So she gives her mom her college money or a big yeah. chunk of her college money yeah. to be able to afford to start this job for yeah. this awful woman. Yeah. And I, I don't think that Zainab asked. I don't think so I'm either. back to the scene. I think she, she was telling... Zara, and I think she says something like 
she will just turn down the job mm. because there's no way for them to pay for it. And that's mm. when Zara's like, I have to give you this money. Right, right. So it's most mostly, it's most of her money that she yeah. saved. Yeah, yeah. So it's to cover a couple bills and the materials for yeah. the, the job, which... It sucks, for sure. Yeah, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. For her, that's, like, a chunk of her freedom in her future. Yeah, a huge amount of money. But she's looking at the long term. Right. And hoping that... I think the wedding is supposed to occur at, like, the end of the summer. Yeah. So she's, like, loaning this out for a short-term period. Yeah. Yeah, her mom fully intends to pay her back once the job is complete and the... Jerk bride pays her. <laughs> yeah. And this bride was recommended to Zainab by Pushpita Kala. Yeah. And Pushpita did it fully with the intention of helping yeah. Zainab, not... Yeah. She had no idea that she wasn't going to, like, pay yeah. her properly. Yeah. No. P- Pushpita is truly just... She really is a sweet character. She's you know, she has sweet. the best intentions. She, yeah, she really does. Yeah. And it does end up being really good for... The, the family, mm-hmm. eventually. It's just it's a struggle just at a, first. Yeah, there's some strife at the beginning. Yes, yes. And we're back at the restaurant. Now we're back. We spend a lot of time at Chai Ho here. Yeah, we do. I like. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do too. That's where we get to see Zara interact with like her friends. Mm-hmm. Most of her interactions with her friends are there. And I think you get a better idea of who Zara is when she's with her friends. Yeah, yeah. Which she's is more herself. Yeah, which is, she's not... Burdened with the cares of like the fam, right? When like when she's at home, yeah. And her internal dialogue, like with her relationship with her mother, just makes me sad because she feels very misunderstood mm-hmm. and possibly even stifled. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like Zainab actively is shown stifling her, but it's more so just the air of expectation mm-hmm. that she puts out there just mm-hmm. makes Zara feel like. Yeah. She has to hide her dreams. Yeah. Because yeah. Zara just wants, she just wants to be a writer. She yeah. doesn't, and she, I, in the beginning of the book, it's mentioned, like, for uh, Bangladeshi kids, mm-hmm. it's like, you are going to be a doctor, you're going to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. Like, those are basically your options. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be a writer. She's yeah. not, she doesn't like math. Yeah. And so she feels like her mom doesn't think being a writer is going to be a financially viable career. Right. And so it's not worth right. pursuing. Right. Which, I mean, it does suck to yeah. feel like your parents don't believe in what you want. Right. But, it, and that's, I had to think about it, like, and maybe her mom did say some things, but I feel like a lot of that negative is just her perception mm-hmm. I you know agree. she doesn't she's afraid to tell her mom about her dreams so she, they never really have a full-on conversation yeah not never but up at this up to this point right and i yeah and i think that zara hasn't ever really communicated to zainab mm-hmm. how much she yeah wants to be a writer that like, it's not just a it's not hobby. Just a hobby it's a thing she really she's, wants to she's do. serious about it yeah so um but i mean what kid isn't afraid to disappoint their parents right yeah yeah and share their dreams like that's pretty vulnerable i know i mean it's it's a real thing Mm -hmm. you know a part of the reason why i went to law school was just because 
I mean, it sounds impressive when yeah. you say it. Yeah. And like my dad really wanted me to be a lawyer. Yeah. So. And then he went, not for me. Yeah. I don't want to fight every day for the rest of my life. No, I hate fighting. It oh. sucks. I mean, <laughs> I liked law school though. Yeah. I mean, you just love education, which that, I, I admire a it, lot. Yeah. It took me a lot of like, uh, it took me several months to sort out. Do I like law school because I want to study the law mm-hmm. or do I like law school because I'm just like learning something? Right. So I had to figure that out. Yeah. But I never really regretted it. Yeah. Good. I'm really glad. Um, so Zyam. Uh, <laughs> That's their relationship name. <laughs> yeah. Zyam. <Zayam. laughs> so Naya and Zara are working at the restaurant alone mm-hmm. and Nayam plays his guitar for her. And, and she starts writing again, yeah. and she's like, huh, what a wonder having a good muse yeah. does for my creative brain. Yeah, he inspires he her. He inspires her. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever had, like, my writing self kick in based on a person. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever... I used to write poetry and stuff, and usually that was just based on things I was feeling, but not ever, like, a specific... Person. person yeah 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 just the, life in my life in life general, in general. Yeah. yeah i mean writing is weird like yeah. that i guess yeah. i don't know but i can't i can't relate to that you hear about that in literature and just in life but yeah i can't relate to that feeling yeah. of having a muse me me either but, uh yeah i usually am more inspired by other things that i'm reading yeah or like songs yeah heavily yeah. songs yes but yeah. Uh, lyrics are powerful yeah and yeah. even the music itself yeah but it's great never, stuff never a person yeah but uh you know whatever yeah um so then we get to bad date number two mm-hmm. they go to tgif's yeah which is that a, is that restaurant still a thing there yeah. used to be one in Independence, I think. Yeah, I think I think TGIF is still a thing. If it's not, you know, rest in peace. But I, <laughs> I think, don't think I've ever been there. It's a cool atmosphere. I mean, it's it? it's like a 54th Street yeah. kind of. I love you know. 54th Street. So good. Their Chipotle Ranch. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> get so, out of town. So good. Or get into town and go get some. Yeah. You know what? You're right. <laughs> They're probably closed now. Yeah. I did not know that TGIF did karaoke, though. Me so, either. So they go on this. I put it in quotes, quote, unquote, bad date, because yeah. this one's not like, so bad. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So this time their chaperone is not Hanif. Yeah. It's thanks. Another cousin named Sammy. Mm-hmm. And she's a delight. She's so cool. I like her. And she she's just charming and sweet mm-hmm. and... Relaxed. Relaxed. And, and encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked her. I thought the interaction was really nice. Like, and they they just get to have a good time and they yeah. grow to like and understand each other even better. Yeah. They, become, they bond and become better friends. So, yeah, I, I, I really liked this scene and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just kind of solidified their friendship. And I was just like, Sammy is the bomb.com. She definitely is. And Zara and Harun actually do karaoke together, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah. Because they, like, sing po- poorly. Yeah. He strikes me as someone who would not do karaoke. So the fact yeah. that he, like, 
broke out of his show Did it? a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I loved. I liked it. I liked yeah, it a lot. It was nice. He got into it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't know which one of us wrote that Sammy is giving more from Akatar. I think it was you. Was it me? Yeah. <laughs> and then I put, ha ha, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because she does. Yes. Yeah. That family member that knows you better than you know yourself and like mm-hmm. sees what's going on and right. is just like encouraging but very subtly, you yeah. know. <laughs> and like the instant friend, like yes. she's instantly like bonding with Zara mm-hmm. and like chatting. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like kind and caring off the bat. Yeah, yeah more yeah, does absolutely. that to yes. Vera. She so, does, oh, which is very more. precious. I like yeah. her. Well, you know what really brings that book down is that all the side characters are so much better than the mains. <laughs> Like you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. It I like. I really so do like all of them, read. but I yeah, I really enjoy the side characters. It, I just yeah. care so much more about yeah. them. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, I don't really care about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Poor Farah. And... She's so boring. She's so boring. <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm sorry to all the Akatar girlies out there. I know there are the... many. They're probably more worried about the three, uh, the three boys anyway. Oh, that's true. That's hella true. They're like, don't be sorry. Yeah, they're probably, yeah, she is boring. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really notice it until the synopsis, but we really do kind of bounce back and forth between like Niam, Harun, Niam, Niam Harun. Harun. Yeah, Harun. it's true. We get a Niam scene, we get a Harun yeah, scene. Yeah. It's very like, yeah. you can have this mm-hmm. or this. And, like, each one of them is growing in a yeah. different way. Yeah. But, so, mm. now we're having, I don't know, I, I, I don't even know if you'd call this a date, but now we're having a romantic moment with, with Niam. Yep. Where uh, he takes Zara on a picnic. Is it after work? Yeah, I think it's, like, after work. Yeah. And uh, maybe he, amidst their walk home or something, they kind of take yeah. a little picnic detour and yeah. Um, yeah. They, they kiss. They kiss. Naughty, yes. naughty. Cause so bad. Especially in this type of situation. One, she, Zara's dating Haroon. Yeah. As far as like everyone else is concerned. Mm-hmm. And two, they're meant to be chaperones and they're certainly not meant to be any kissing or mm-hmm. physical touching like that. Yeah. It is strictly forbidden. That's a, that's a no, no, no. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's, this, is, it's very like the culture that they're in mm-hmm. is very like specific rules about dating yeah. and it's all very official yeah. and her sneaking off with Naya yeah. and then kissing Naya. I mean, and then she even has like this inner dialogue of like, doesn't he know he's dooming both of our souls? I'm just like, oh my God. And so for scandalous. Yeah, and for some reason, this scene, I can't explain it, but this is the scene that made me go, hmm, I'll trust you, Niam. Yeah. There was something, he didn't, he wasn't necessarily sly or, he didn't do anything wrong. I just, yeah. this is the scene that I was like, I don't know about you, sir. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there was always an element about Niam that I yeah. didn't trust. That it felt false. It feels yeah put on. It yeah. It definitely feels like you a want, facade. Yeah, you want to believe it's genuine, but you just feel like there's something 
missing. Yeah. And I think maybe that there's some uh, strategy there Yeah, with the way that Priyanka Teslim wrote it. Like, she's showing you this scene of Zara and Harun doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. They're kind of being embarrassing, but mm-hmm. they're together. So mm-hmm. they're, like, supporting each other. Yeah. And Sammy, and she's... You know, mm-hmm. It's family. It's yes. like a really wholesome yeah. way for them to like get to know each other and enjoy each other's company. And then you have Nayam, who is she's hiding Nayam because mm-hmm. her family's not going to agree, and he's mysterious. She doesn't know basically anything about him, and yeah. both of them know that a part of their culture is not going to support them yeah. not having a chaperone, them kissing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, there's a, just an element of distrust that yeah. comes up. Yeah. But so I, someone must spot them because this sets off the auntie network. Yes. Hardcore. They're seen. That omnipresence. Yes. Yes. Catches them. They are always watching. Always. <laughs> And then we kind of take a pivot in the story. Yeah. Zara actually visits a community college and uh, meets a lit professor who offers to read her book. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember how this comes about. Like, does she read about the professor or do they touch base like online first or something? Or I, does she just decide to go to kind of see what yeah. could be awaiting her mm-hmm. when she does go? Yeah. Okay. She's just, I think... The college is having an open house. Yeah. And so she goes Mm. and she's like standing outside of it. Yeah. And is kind of like nervous. And then she runs into this professor. That's right. Yeah. And And she's a writer or a professor that she recognizes. So So they start talking and then she goes and watches the professor give like a presentation Mm -hmm. about the English department. And then they, like, chat. Yeah. And then so she offers to read her book. So that's that's a little opportunity there yeah. for her for her writing. So, like, Zara, like, gets together. She gathers what she's already written, kind of like an outline of what's coming up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she sends it out. Yeah. Which is, I mean, a big deal. Yeah. Good opportunity. A lit professor might not be able to help you get published. Yeah, but she can help her hone her skill. But she can help her, yeah, get better. And that's a big deal. Yeah. So then we go back to Zayim, or however you said it earlier, Zara and Nayim, <laughs> to meet her ama, her mom, and her nanu. Yeah. <laughs> it does not end well, but... Uh, yeah. I'll let you talk about the uh, the... The interesting part. <laughs> yes. Um, well, should we save that? It kind of like spoils the twist. Yeah. We can come back to that. Yeah. Okay. So I have like an interesting little part about this, but it gives away the ending. So yeah. the meeting between Nayam and Zara's mom is, I mean, she's not like rude to him. No. They no. like, he comes in, they have like, some food. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. And then he leaves. Yeah. And Zara's like, well, that went better than expected. But yeah. then once he's gone, Zainab is like, nah. <laughs> it's a big no for me. Right. But it's not in the way that I think Zara expected. It's not, you know, he's trash. He's not good enough for you. You need someone mm-hmm. who 
makes big money because I'm greedy. It's not, it's not that it's Zainab sees it as like, you know, I want more for you. I want, I want you to have a secure life Mm -hmm. so that you can follow your dreams. Yeah. And I think that surprises Zara that she says that, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought that that showed support of her dreams saying, I I want you to be able to do the things you want to do with your, with your life. And if you're with someone who can financially support you. That gives you the freedom to pursue that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I don't know if she has any personal qualms with Naim other than just, you know, Hey, you don't really know him that well, but yeah, you, um, you're not bringing anything to the table for my daughter. Right. It's basically it. Right. But and I, she doesn't know him. She's right. known him for like well, like a week. Right. Two weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not, not that long. long. Yeah. The summer's <laughs> only, what, three months? So it's somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's but so I, I just, I like that Zainab isn't completely vilified. She has moments where it's like she's trying. She's mm-hmm. just not doing it in the way that Zara, I think, wants. Mm-hmm. But Zainab really is trying, in her mind, to look out for her daughter and her right. her dreams. You right. know, <laughs> right? Even if there wasn't this other arrangement with Harun, uh-huh. I think it, it's just what any parent, if they yeah. see their kid like wanting to be with someone who is also struggling in a really yeah. like insecure place in life they're yeah. not going to want their kid to be with them right even if it's not a cultural thing with marriage like right. no parent wants their kid to marry someone who is not at a solid place in their life right agreed agreed and then we also yeah. kind of have another at least for zara it's kind of a bomb she finds out that you know it's like her mom's been pushing this arranged marriage but she finds out that zainab had a love match with mm-hmm. Her dad, that they it wasn't arranged marriage. They they fell for each other very quickly and mm-hmm. went off and got married. And not to say that Zainab didn't love Zara's father, but she I mean she tells her she's like I want more security for you than that. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like she experienced the love match thing in it. There were struggles, mm-hmm. and she just doesn't want her daughter to struggle. And yeah. I, I mean I'm not siding with the mom, but I I see her heart is there. Yeah, and it's an so, understandable place for yeah, me. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, but after that fight, who does she reach out to? It ain't I am. It's Harun. But so. rather than seeing her mom's heart, she's like, this woman doesn't want me to be happy. Her yeah. and we got to speed this up. Speed this up. Yeah. You and I, our quote unquote relationship has to end so that my mom can stop thinking that you and I need to be together and that she'll want me to be there. Let me be with Naim instead. Yeah. She sort of missed the point. <laughs> yeah. Which is one of the things that I like pulled out in this scene is mm. I, I don't quite reconcile the way Zara's mind is working here. Like, in her mind, the only barrier to being with Nayim is Harun. And if her relationship with Harun ends, then her mom will concede and allow her to be with Nayim. But I just 
that just doesn't mesh no. in my brain. Like, Especially with the things that she said yeah, to her in, exactly. that, in that fight. Like, it just <laughs> does not seem like the natural progression of this journey would be if Harun is out of the picture that Zainab would immediately just be like, all right, well, Harun's not here, so I guess be with Nayim. Right. I would just assume that she would still be like, no, Nayim is not in a place to support you. Right. I'm going to go find out you another into the community yeah. and find yeah. someone else. Like, yeah. just because it's not Haroon doesn't mean it, it's Naya automatically. Right, exactly. For, for Zainab. Right, exactly. But exactly. I mean, I have to keep reminding myself reading this, Zara's 18. Yes. And that maybe in an 18 year old mind, this mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes. And it doesn't make sense in a 32 year old mind. Right. So. Yes. That was the only, yeah, it's like, uh, just talk. That's the thing. That's why I don't watch rom-coms because most of them mm-hmm. are an issue that could be fixed with one conversation. Yeah. And yeah, so, and true. even this is more nuanced than that. So that's yeah, why there it's, is another it's layer. still an enjoyable read, but it, just talk to each other. Yeah. But like you said, exactly. like an ATL brain. No, they're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. And it's something you just, if you're not the demographic for a YA and you Mm -hmm. want to read the book, you just, it's really enjoyable to read. Mm -hmm. You just have to put yourself in in the mindset. You have to remember you are not the demographic and that this protagonist is 18. Or you have to kind of remember what it was like to be 18. Yeah. So So you're, you, you have to do some suspending of your own thoughts. It's a different type of, it's like a fantasy. You're just suspending your Agent Dis- wisdom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you have any. <laughs> if you, yes, yes. So up in the timetable, so we've got bad date number three, and this one is a doozy. Ooh, this one hurt me. <laughs> this one was, it, it really made me sad. Yeah, because they're, not their snarkiness, because no, they that, both agreed, yeah, they and they even had a, like, a cute little moment one-on-one being sassy with each other, and then they were like, whoop, we can't let them see us enjoying ourselves together. Yeah, yeah. But, um... They both agreed to take it there, and yeah. they're like, we're not pulling punches, we're... We're, we're committed to right. this ruse. Right. But uh, someone punches way too hard and in an area they should not have. And yeah. that is... We get a low blow here. Yeah. And it sucks. Deep personal information. Oof. Uh, and I can't remember. I think it's just the aggravation that, like, the family was not falling for their bullcrap. They were not. They, they were like, oh, you're going to snap at each other? We're yeah. going to keep being pleasant and ignore your teenage bullcrap. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think she just, she finally snaps and she's like, well, guess what? I don't want to be with someone who's still in love with their ex-girlfriend who was a secret from you. Yeah. What? Yep. So she betrays a confidence that Haroon had placed in her. Yeah, because Haroon had had a girlfriend in high school. Long term, like multiple Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. That he kept secret from his parents because she was... Not Bangladeshi. Yes. And she, they broke up because she got into Stanford Mm -hmm. and he decided to go to Columbia instead because he wanted to be, didn't want to be that far from his parents. Right. And he was, whenever he first met Zara, he was still kind of like mourning the relationship. relationship. So he told her about the girl in confidence Mm -hmm. and now Zara has sold him out. Yeah. She threw him under the bus. She hit the nuke button. Should not have done that. 
And then it gets even more wild. Her little sister is like acting like a. <laughs> She's acting a like wild child a throwing food. <laughs> God, yeah. she's gone fully feral. That kind of like breaks the tension, but it's, it's still the whole thing. I was just like, no, you selfish it's, brat. Uh, it's such a talking cringe. about Zara. I was yeah. so mad at her. I was real. I. I was like, oh, no, yeah. why? You, you didn't. Yeah. Because even uh, just their friendship, it's like, you yeah. betrayed him. Glad you got what you wanted or you think you did and yeah. that your parents are going to go, this is over. Yeah. But, yeah, so Ugh. the night ends poorly. I think Zara knows right yeah. then and there that she... Uh, maybe not right then and there. At first, she's like, well, we said we would do whatever it took, but it's like... That except for that, that was too far. That, that was, was a deep cut. Too too far. Too far. And at this point, he's not like ghosting her fully. No, but he is being very like short and reserved yeah. with her. Yeah, in the days after this in the days happens, after, like and, via text. Yeah, and the family leaves, and they have to have yeah. an Uber come pick them up because yeah. Haroon normally would drive them home. It's it's awkward as heck. Awkward, awkward, not awkward. great. And like Maddie said, he doesn't. Stop talking to her, but he's not yeah, there's going like, out of his way. He's the, hurt. He's, he's hurt. really hurt. Yeah. So we get to the picnic yes, event. the picnic event. This is like a community picnic, mm-hmm. and Chai Ho, the, the restaurant, has like a booth mm-hmm. that she and Niam are supposed to be working the booth with Mr. Tahir. Mm-hmm. I think the girls are probably there, too. Danny and Dahlia, or at least one of them. I think one of them might not be there because she's upset about something. There's, there's like, an extra little plot with, like, the twins and kind of their friendships and them not confiding in each other. Mm -hmm. But not to say that that's not important. It's just not integral to the main plot. plot, So that's why we've kind of skipped over it. But, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so. Or maybe that's at the street fair sort of event later, but. Either way. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. We're here at this picnic. Yeah. We're, we're working the table. Mm-hmm. Zara kind of gets to have a tray of samples to go kind of see her family for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, because her mom is there with yeah. the other aunties. Yes. And them aunties are being wiling. They're, they're wiling horde. Yeah. And I think, is it Zara that puts one in their place? Like, one of them's like, yeah, I don't know, she's just being sn- snotty. And Zara's just kind of like, oh, well, maybe... Your I, yeah, granddaughter, I, blah, blah, blah. Or your... I think one of them mentioned something about Resna mm-hmm. playing with the boys. Oh, yeah. And she, and like, then, claps back at her. Yeah, like... and she's like, isn't your son, like, eating worms or yes, something? Yes, yes. Like, eating bugs? Yes. <laughs> I was like, small victory. Yes, I like that. Yeah. Stand up to them aunties. <laughs> so she gets a jab in. Yeah. But uh, then Nayam is like, hey... Let me take you away to mm. this castle. Yeah. Whisk her away. So Zara's like, um, all right, let's let's head out. Let's mm. see what this is about. But she's thinking about everything now. She's mm-hmm. like listening to what the aunties are saying. They were talking some shit about her, like the Harun thing, mm-hmm. the Niam thing. She's thinking about her mom. And she's telling Niam she's crying. She's like, we can't be together. And money... No matter what anyone says, it's important. Mm-hmm. It is important. It has to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "We're our relationship is doomed. We can't be together." Mm-hmm. And then Niam is like, "We should run away together. Mm-hmm. Drop mm-hmm. all responsibility. Drop Let's everything. go, girl. 
we're going to run away to New York or yeah. wherever. Yeah. And she's like, huh? Yeah. This is, this whole thing just shows that he does not know her at all. No. Because he's like, let, if they're such a burden, your family's so troublesome to you, let's just leave. Let's just yeah. go. Yeah. They're holding you back. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was like, oof, boy. Yeah. So this is whenever she learns that he, because he's like, we can run away together because I've already done it. Yeah. And this is whenever she finds out that he's not an orphan. Yeah. And then no one died. No one died. He just ran away from his family. And the the pressures that they put on him. Yeah. And that's why he's encouraging her to do the same now. Yeah. But she loves her family. Yeah. She wants to support her family. Like mm. she wouldn't work so hard. For her family if she didn't love them and, and care. So the fact that he's just like, yeah, drop them like a bad habit. Let's go. Yeah. She's like, you don't know me at all. And then also, hold up, wait a minute. I don't know you. Yeah. You said that you lost your family and now you just ran away from them. So you lied to me? Yeah. And let her believe that they had a bond over losing family. Yeah. That's a, that's a very huge part. Of, like, who she is. Yes. The loss of her dad. Yes. And he didn't bother to correct her when yeah. she's like, we both lost someone. That's yeah. not a trivial thing. Right. And then Niam gets really harsh with her when, when he, she does not drop everything to go does. with him. It's like, it's like a switch turns. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I guess I don't really know you. Oh, you're, you know, he just gets. You're not who I thought you were. Yeah. And he just gets nasty to her. Yeah. It's like, because she doesn't want to do what you want her to do. Also, she just found out that you're a flipping liar. Like, yeah. get out of here. Bye. Yeah. His behavior in that scene is just so off-putting. Yeah. And it just, it just, I was like, right. He doesn't respect. He doesn't know you because mm-hmm. he doesn't truly understand the relationship you have with your family. And so he can't possibly love you. He doesn't no. know you. Exactly. He had this He had this idea of her. Yeah. And I mean, he even kind of says that. It's like, you're not who I thought you were. Exactly. Well, I guess you were too busy singing me songs and kissing me to learn who I really am. And, mm-hmm. huh. Yeah. She didn't say that, but she should have. Yeah, she really, <laughs> really should have. So poor girl's <laughs> devastated. She's... yeah. Had a huge fight with her mom over the way she behaved at Harun's house. Harun's upset with her. Now her and Niam are done. Mm-hmm. Girl. She's struggling. Yeah. So now we're at the aftermath of the picnic. Yeah. Yeah. Niam, the coward that he is, has <sighs> packed up and left town. Yeah. Leaves, like, immediately. No word to anyone. Nope. Bye. Um, and Zara's sad, obviously. Yeah. And... Her world just crashed down in, like, five different areas. Yeah. So, she's sad. She's moping. Niam is gone. It doesn't seem like her sadness about Niam is really because of Mm Niam. It really thinks... It really thinks... I really think that her issue is that she was deceived by Mm Niam and it made her lose her her friendship with her room. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. She kind of puts that together. Yeah. So the twins and Jimena see that she's, like, struggling. Yeah. And they're like, um, let's have a sleepover. So they have a sleepover at the Tahir house. Mm-hmm. And so 
they have like a bonding day. They talk over all the things that are bothering them, mm-hmm. the relationships, going away to school. Because that's one thing that Zara has been struggling with is that all three of them are going away to school and she's staying there. Yeah. And she feels like they're moving on without, without her. And they're like, no. Yeah. You're you're stuck with us, basically. Right. Yeah. So you ain't getting mm-hmm. rid of us just because there's distance. Yeah. So. So they're getting all their grievances out and having a good time. And uh, the twins fall asleep. The twins and Jimena fall asleep, but Zara can't sleep. Yeah. So she calls her room and she apologizes. Yeah. As she should. As she should. (laughs) Because that was, I mean, that was really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But so they they mend their friendship. She apologizes. And then they decide that they want to continue to hang out with each other as friends, but they mm-hmm. want to hide it. Yeah. M- my thoughts on that are it's just they don't want their families to get the expectation up. The dating is still on. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, yeah, let's be friends. Let's just be friends in secret. Yeah. So there's no, there's even less pressure than before. Yeah. <laughs> And there, there also is a little bit of a romanticism with, like, sneaking around. Yes. It, I don't know. I And I think that they're, even if they don't acknowledge it, you see threads of true affection in mm-hmm. how they express how they've missed each other mm-hmm. or how they want to become friends again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, which I liked. Yeah. I'm not good at banter, but boy, do I love it when two characters have a good back and forth. I agree. It's, like, what creates the chemistry in the book, yes. really. It's yeah. the the way that two characters interact with each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. platonically and romantically. Right, but. yeah. It's like, yeah, if one's <laughs> just picking on one and the other one's not enjoying it, that's not fun. But when right. when yeah. you can kind of razz each other and, it, mm-hmm. and it's fun for both parties, that's when yeah. it's, it's yeah. enjoyable. So. They're, they're talking, they're texting... They they're, start flirting. They're a little flirting bit. with each other. <laughs> they are text flirting, which mm-hmm. I remember this well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people still text flirt. I don't either. But I do remember in high when I was in high school is when like texting really blew up. Mm-hmm. It was people were still paying per text <laughs> back then. <laughs> it was worth that ten cents a text. Listen, to... it was. I. Vividly remember, bef- it wasn't too long before I talked my dad into like adding texting to our <laughs> phone plan. But I do remember there was one span of time where I was doing a lot of texting, yeah, before we had unlimited. And I just like <laughs> gathered change. And I'm like, here, dad, this is for all my texts. <laughs> Ain't nobody sending uh, LOL, JK, uh, hey, how you doing in like five different text messages. Uh, No, no, no. You're sending that in a text. Bulk form. If you're sending me 10 text messages, (laughs) 10 different words. Get out of town. You're you're paying my my bill. (laughs) That's right. You better send me all your dimes. (laughs) So... But they're, like, text flirting, and it made me think of, like, being yeah. in high school and, yeah. like, texting, like, yeah. the boys in your class. And I love how they're, like, kind of 
you know, or well, we don't really know his side of it, but for Zara, it's like, oh, it's kind of flirty. Mm. Oh, well, I'm just going to per, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see how he responds. See how this goes. Right. But so they, uh, they go on a, they don't label it as a date, but mm-hmm. it sure is a date to me. Yeah. It's a date. Yeah. Cause I mean, they go to Harun's favorite place. Yeah. At this, you know, this special spot that only he goes to that, like, overlooks a bridge or is it on a bridge or I think think it looks upon a bridge. Yeah, like his favorite bridge because he's, like, in... He's into engineering. engineering. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they talk about (laughs) family and they're bonding more and they're flirting more and they're getting to know each other deeper. And then they hold hands. Which, there is almost nothing more, like, wholesome yeah. Then holding hands. And like the, I mean, I don't know about anybody else. Maybe it's just me, but like when you hold hands with someone for the first time and you get that little like jolt, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's exciting and it's sweet, you know, or yeah. like that movie theater thing where you're sitting there like your hand like as far over without being completely obvious. Oh, yeah. it's awful. And like. I'm so glad I can just <laughs> hold Caleb's hand whenever I want now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like. Hand-holding is a very, it, it's super, like, an intimate thing, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, like, I don't know. You're holding on you're to You're holding each on other. to, yeah. 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 I think it's, it's, I think it's very sweet. And it's, like, the first <laughs> indication that there, it's, it's a nonverbal admittance, I think, from both of them, that there's more than friendship here. Yeah, because it, it's very rare that you platonically hold hands. Very rare. It's really rare. Yeah. I mean, of course, people platonically hold hands. It's just not Typical. super common. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, the only time that I'm platonically holding hands with someone is probably like at a show and a big crowd, and you don't want to get lost crowd. from each other. Yeah. Absolutely. That, then, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's for survival. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but not yeah. just like yeah, you know, in right. A static just standing still space. next yeah. to each other. Yeah. yeah. You might lock elbows, but holding hands. Yeah, locking elbows is much more like the girlies. Yeah. But holding hands is yeah. more like intimate. Yes, I absolutely agree. But so in that moment, I think Zara admits to herself that she has feelings for her room. Yes. And uh, and then they go see a romantic movie together. Yeah. Not a date, my come, butt. Come on. <laughs> So now we're at the festival. Yeah. And Ama has a booth at the festival. Mm-hmm. And Ama and Zara are still, like, not reconciled. Yeah. They're not the hating each other, but they're just... There's, like, this iciness yes. in the yeah. air between yeah. them. So Zara and Jimena are helping prepare stuff... For Chai Ho. For Chai Ho. But he's, like... Go help your mom. Yeah. We're so good here. Your mom needs you. And so Zara is helping at the booth because Zainab's like clothing business, she has like stock that she's made and that's mm-hmm. what she's there to sell. Yeah. In addition to what she's doing for the wedding. Yes. And so they run into Pushpita Kala mm-hmm. at the booth. Mm-hmm. And Harun is with her. Yeah. And there's like busy, they're trying to make sales, mm-hmm. and Harun. Offers to help. Yeah. At the booth. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. I think the moms are a little awkward at first, but then they when, were, yeah. when they see that, like, the kids are okay, they kind of stop being awkward. Yeah, and they kind of go back to their friendly right. ways. But yeah, so, I don't, 
like we said, I don't know if Zolod is this girl's name or if it's like a way of saying that she's a bridezilla. Either way, yeah. it works. And this turd on a cupcake shows <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, you know, she sees Zara's outfit while she's working at this booth. And she's like, oh, stop everything. Um, scratch everything you've done for my wedding, Zainab. And we're going to have, I'm going to have you do this dress instead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. pardon me. But Zainab can't afford to lose this business. Yeah. I think even Pushpita kind of tries to help a little bit. Mm-hmm. But this, the bride Zolot is like adamant she's like my my fiance has tons of money like it's not an issue and i think zainab's even like are you gonna give me some money for these changes you just talk to him about it girl yeah i'm gonna smack the cash right out of your purse like yeah get out of here yeah that's so that's it's so rude it was so rude and it stressed me out so hard i was like i cannot i cannot deal with you yeah but uh, I think she agrees because mm-hmm. she kind of has no choice because the girl threatens to, okay, well, I'll just take my business elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, you still owe me money. Yeah. I- so she reluctantly agrees and kindly Pushpita reassures Zainab. Because yeah. Pushpita Colin kind of feels bad at this point because yeah. she, like, referred her. Right. And again, it wasn't in any sort of like oh well this can yeah. help give like the girl that my son's dating status it was just like hey i want to help zainab and yeah have business and so she feels really bad mm-hmm. and so her and uh Haroon both kind of respectfully yeah. or oh, i can't think of the word i'm looking for but they both <coughs> kind of tell their friends hey i'm sorry I'm, it's gonna be okay yeah it'll be yeah. okay yeah they're supporting them yeah so now we get back to professor Liu. yeah Basically, yeah, she basically is like, hey, your writing's really good. Yeah. I I want to help you. And Zara's like, that's great. I can't afford it. Yeah. So she even gets, is it another professor or mm-hmm. yeah, um, to kind of come in and. Yeah, they like make some moves and they're like, you're, we can see you're really talented. And so we want to make sure that you're able to take the class. Yeah. And so they are going to get her tuition reimbursement, and that's a huge help. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and the whole way Haroon is, like, encouraging Zara and really happy for her. And he constantly tells her, like, you're such a good writer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. You're the smartest person I know. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's really great. Yeah. It's it's a really good thing for Zara. She's, like, feeling that sense of accomplishment, and she's going to get to take a class yeah to have this professor not only be like i love what you do but also like i believe in it so much and i believe mm-hmm. in your potential that we want to help you you have to be in my class yes yeah yeah, yeah. i so. think it's pretty great <clears throat> yeah so that is an up for zara and then she and Harun go on another second date yep and sammy afa and her little brother tag along this time i'm guessing sammy's also kind of helping them keep it a secret yeah but yeah. she's also Doing it the right way, being a She's good little a chaperone. Chaperone. They go to the balloon festival, which is so cute. So cute. I want to go. We went last year. Did you? It was very, 
It was really cool. I feel like it would be super cool. Like just I was, the instant I was like, ah, oh, you, oh, good job, buddy. <laughs> it's so, it's like a really precious day. It's like yeah. a little romantic. It's also at night because they like light the yeah. balloons up. Yeah. You can go on a hot air balloon yeah. ride. I want to do that. Yeah. It was too windy when we went. And, and it's like a secret, but they're still like in public together, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. not... And they're not doing anything, like, mischievous or nefarious. Right. 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 They're not out here kissing. Right. Damning their souls or however she felt when she was kissing Niall. Yeah. Because <laughs> they both do seem to, like, have a value for their culture mm-hmm. and want to, like, be, do yeah. the right thing yeah, according to, like, their culture. Yeah, they have a deep love for their, their family. Their, That's their why they're afraid to disappoint them exactly. so much. Exactly. Exactly. Which is another reason why, like, Niam kissing Zara, like, so soon. hmm And obviously she enjoys the kiss and it's, right. like, romantic. Yeah, yeah. But it, him initiating that, it just... Yeah. It yeah. it just shows his he's not yeah. he doesn't know her. Yeah. And doesn't yeah. really care to get to know her, honestly. Yeah. I kind of felt that way too. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Yeah, so they go on a hot air balloon ride. Mm-hmm. And Zara admits her feelings to Harun and she's like, "Yo, I think I love you." <laughs> and he does kiss her here and he says that he loves her too. Oh. Aww. And they But just, see, this was a love kiss. This is a love kiss. Not a secret picnic at night kiss. Yeah, that's right. And there was a chaperone. I don't chaperone. know. It, it's different. It's different. <laughs> there was a chaperone. Yeah, she's around. She's around. And they do decide to tell their parents that they want to keep dating, but they will only consider marriage after both of them graduate from college. And that was something that Haroon stated. He was yeah. like, only after both of us exactly. finish college, which showed Zara that like he knows her and he yeah. respects her and yeah. I like them. Exactly. Sweet, wonderful friendship turned to love. I know. Oh, <laughs> so cute. And then we have this concert. Yep. So because I think they were just gonna like have a dinner or they were gonna tell their parents individually and then mm-hmm. Zara's mom all of a sudden is like, hey there's this concert and we're going and I made mm-hmm. these arrangements and it's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's, the concert is put on by Nezrin Shah, mm-hmm. a, a.k.a. Nezrin Akhtar, which is her, her maiden name. She's about to hold a concert. Now, Nezrin is Nanu's favorite actress, so they're all going to go. And mm-hmm. the Imans are going as well. So they figure, okay, well, then we'll just, we'll, mom's acting weird, but um, yeah. we'll, we'll have our families sit kind of like they did to them like oh mm-hmm. let's sit the dinner table together let's like next to each other. yeah the the kids kind of are like oh let's let's sit at the concert together yeah and uh but before they can enact their plan of telling their families about their relationship swerve the yeah the the concert starts and Nezrin is on stage and her son comes out he's wearing like this costume and he has a mask on and they're singing and doing all of these things and then all of a sudden it's Niam. Yep. And and Zara's getting scooped on stage. Yep. And uh Zainab is not surprised. Not surprised. She knew what was she, up. She she was in on the plan and apparently Niam is the son of Nazrin Shah, the actress. Mm-hmm. And the Shahs 
are like the Bangladeshi family. They're like, they are true, not just like lineage royalty, but they are like current, current, like royalty, famous, like highest of the echelons of society. Yeah. So Niam's dad is like the richest man in Bangladesh. Yeah. And Niam's basically like, (laughs) yeah. And so he pulls her on stage and proposes to her in front of the whole crowd. Just like, yeah, after everything you said, I went back to my family and, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. missed you. And yeah. now I want to marry you. Marry me! From yeah. a million people. Yeah. And, and it's... This part is crazy. It, I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed. I was ready for... I was so happy. I was like, they're going to tell their parents and everyone's going to be, like, happy and relieved. But, like, they found each other on in their own terms and mm-hmm. it's just oh what a sweet ending no then we have to do this bullcrap nonsense with niam and he pulls her up there and she's in such shock that she just says yes which i'm sure happens but i'm sorry like i would i would have just been like uh ran off stage like yeah you don't have to answer just yeah, leave yeah just leave Run away. yeah yeah so quite yeah yeah <laughs> take flight i mean i guess you know there's fight flight or freeze i guess she froze but like girl you did not have to nod your head yeah she yeah i know she was dazed but i just i hated this part it made i was so it mad was, yeah it was unnecessary yeah. to be honest yeah because she says yes and then she tries to go find her and then she does and then they have this big fight and out of character i personally think is like you know yeah you should just be with him he can provide more provide for you more than I ever could. So now it's like Haroon is the poor one comparatively. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he's just, and even says something like, you know, well, what, then I'm going to be the guy that made you dump, you know, Niam who's basically like opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be the guy that makes you like miss that opportunity. And then if we don't work out, that's too much pressure. Yeah. I was so annoyed. Yeah, I was so annoyed. But I do think Zara, after, once she gets off stage and she's, like, talking to Haroon, mm-hmm. I think her reaction to Haroon is nice. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't let him get away with it. Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. I don't care about how much money he has. Mm-hmm. She does. She's like, I don't want him, mm-hmm. and I don't need anyone to save me because I I am gonna save myself. Right. Like I don't need any of this. Right. But and they still part ways. Yeah. Not not great. The only good thing that comes out of this, and I think her and her mom still could have had this conversation after they admitted, mm-hmm. oh, we want to be together. Her and her mom could have pulled aside and her mom could have been like this is what I wanted for you but so I'm happy but I'm even happier that you are I just want you happy daughter mm-hmm. like because that's basically what she ends up saying she's yeah. like you know I I was part of this Niam thing because I thought he was the one that you really wanted so I was part of the scheme like I didn't realize because mm-hmm. again Zara didn't tell her mom anything yeah not about him lying not about him betraying her trust like Nothing. So her mom, again, is, you know, granted, she's not very vocal about it, but, like, secretly she is, like, supporting her daughter, again, you know, and they have, but they, they work through things and, you know, I, I think that this, that moment is needed, but I just don't think that we had to go through this whole bogus proposal. Yeah. To get there. It is, it is just silly. 
it was an unnecessary scene. Yeah, it, it it added such a high drama to the end of the book that I was I was I was irritated. I was like, yeah. no. Yeah, because it felt like we had already resolved our conflict. Yes, just to have another conflict. Yes, in just, just for a surprise, like just <gasps> for a surprise. He's the son of la 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 la. It's yeah. like whatever. I don't it, care. It, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, we could have had the reveal of Niam's true identity without the fanfare. We I didn't think, need the no, production. They value. could have done it in the newspaper. They could have had a newspaper article that yeah. she sees down the road that says, you know, prodigal son returns and mm-hmm. she could see that she'd be like, oh, oh. And then maybe she could have kind of had the thought like, oh, that probably was a lot of pressure. Like, and maybe forgiven him in her own way or at least understood like why he lied or ran away or whatever. Yeah. And then still had the guitar shop thing mm-hmm. happen. But yeah. no, we had to have this big dramatic whatever. And like I said, I just felt like Haroon's reaction was out of character. Yeah, I agree. For me personally. Yeah. So I didn't it, like it. It was unnecessary. Yeah. Totally. But at least Zara does turn Niam down. That, yes. It's yeah. that it happens that same night. Yes. After the concert she goes back and she's like, Hey whoa, no. you blindsided yeah. the heck out of me. Yeah. It's gonna be a no for me, champ. Yeah. Um, especially because <laughs> guess what? I don't even know you. Right. And you've fucking left like yeah and bitch. said not a word and then all of a sudden you're proposing to me? yeah get out of here this is not compute bye see ya <laughs> um and she's just like uh gonna vibe the rest of the summer with her friends yep yep that's it yep so, so they do that and then uh Jimena and danny do break up but they're resolved to stay friends but they're gonna stay friends because there was a little conflict there where, like, I think Jimena has aspirations to do, like, humanitarian work. And I think she wanted Danny to come with come her. With her. But Danny, and Danny almost did, but then um, I think Dahlia kind of helped Danny realize, like, hey. She wants to go to college. Right. Like, you need to do you. If you guys are meant to be together, you will be. But, like, don't, you're yeah. clearly conflicted. Don't throw your plans away mm-hmm. for someone else. And yeah. so. She doesn't. She makes the right choice and she decides to go to college with her sister. And Dahlia doesn't do it out of selfishness. Selfish. No. She, you know, she just sees the conflict in her sister mm-hmm. and she's just like, do what's right for you. Yeah. Which and is she does. the best advice. Agreed. And then Ama's clothing business blows up after the wedding. And so um, her business gets to be very successful. Mm-hmm. And so she's able to pay Zara back. And uh, Zara gets a car. So that she can go to school and work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And she finishes the first draft of her novel. Yeah. And Arif, her younger brother, starts working at Chaiho a little bit with yeah. her. So then he's helping contribute to the family yeah. as well. Yeah. Because I think he's like 15 or something like that. Something like that. He's um, not, he, and, you know, we kind of gloss over it because there's so much. But, like, he kind of helps give her little peaks of advice or mm-hmm. like, you know, he tries to help her in his own way yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes in a way that she doesn't want, but he really is trying to be a good brother. Yeah. So yeah. Her siblings are very cute. Yes. So at this point we get the postcard in the mailbox mm-hmm. and she's already headed into the city anyway. So she's like, I'm going to pop over to this address and it's Nime's guitar shop in New York. Yeah. So they have an interaction. He wanted her to know he had, accomplished it and mm-hmm. they part amicably yeah 
So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. And then we're at the ending. Yeah. They make us wait through all that. All of that. To learn that, oh, yeah, and, and her and Haroon, like, made up also, like, that, that night, night or, like, the next day. like Yeah, that night. And she basically was like, hey, stop being an, an absolute moron. And his whole family's like, Haroon, you dumb idiot. Why? <laughs> right. So they mend their relationship and they get back together. Yeah. Which, again, I just, that didn't seem, like, in character for him, so I... Yeah. That part annoyed me also. It's like, yeah, she shouldn't have had to chase you down. Yeah. But so they, they mend things and they're dating and they're both going to college. I think yeah. he's he's at a different college than yeah, her. He's at Columbia. Yeah. And she ended was is the college that she's at just like the community college or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. But that they still visit each other. Like yeah. she visits him, you know, and, and vice yeah. versa. So yeah. They're doing their dating thing while they're doing college and Yep. Is that pretty much it? Oh, oh, she finishes her, is it like her final draft of the book? And then she gives Haroon a copy of the manuscript and the dedication says, to Haroon, my very own love match. Aww. Which was very sweet. It was very sweet. So, yeah. over Overall, I liked the ending. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the concert. Yeah. I just didn't like it. That being plugged in kind of dampened the ending for me because like I said it 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 put light on Heron's character that I didn't think was appropriate but like the rest of it was fine but yeah I think that I I liked that her and her mom had that moment but I think they could have had it yeah even after yeah (laughs) and it just felt it that actually felt jarring mm-hmm. in the trajectory of like the story yeah because we were like we had already we were winding him, down we're resolved around yeah. this and it just all of the sudden yeah. here we are again yeah like, we were slingshotted into like yeah what it was it was just too jarring yeah it feels like the editor of this book should have caught that yeah Honestly. But then again, maybe they were like, I feel like we need just a little more conflict. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which way it was, but I disagreed with that choice. But otherwise, yeah, an enjoyable book. You know, it's it's got some clear themes, you know, like your own desires versus other people's expectations mm-hmm. of you or your own desires versus, you know, your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And then you've got love versus stability. Yeah. Which, I mean, is even a theme that we kind of discussed in um, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. But she, she mentions Pride and Prejudice a few times she in this does. book. So yeah. And she like, loves that book. So. As I was reading, I actually did kind of feel like maybe this plot is loosely kind of mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice-y. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see it for sure. I can see it for sure. So, you know, you have like Haroon is like Darcy and mm-hmm. Niamh is like Wickham. Yeah. Wickham. Wickham. <sighs> And then also, like, the reputation, like, the reality versus perception versus gossip. Right, right. And all that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, very enjoyable. I gave three stars out of five. Yeah. I I would just say 3.5 because I kind of teetered. I was like, three, four, three, four, three, three. We're just going to go 3.5. Yeah. Put it at a solid three. Yeah. And honestly, if I would have read this as a younger person, mm-hmm. maybe it would have been higher than three. Yeah. Because I did really enjoy it. It had the page turnability yes. factor, of course. Yes. But uh, 
the interesting part that we hinted at earlier, that there is a clue about who Niam is. Oh, yeah. And I completely missed it. Maddie completely caught it. I, it, woo, went right over my little noggin. <laughs> <laughs> so when Niam meets Zainab and Nanu, they're watching the, the Natuk. Yeah. And it's a Nezrin Akhtar. Mm-hmm. And Zara introduces Niam as Niam Akhtar. Mm-hmm. And I know that, like, Nezrin Akhtar's married name is Shah, mm-hmm. but this Natuk was filmed prior to her marriage. So right. it says starring Nezrin Akhtar. And yeah. then she introduces him as yeah. Niam Akhtar. And I was like, this is Nanu's favorite actress. Like, yeah. she's seen all of her work. Yeah. I would have thought that introducing him with that last name would have, like, yeah. sparked in her memory. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you? She may have thought, like, is this her little brother? Or yeah. is this her brother or yeah. something like that? Or maybe that last name is more common. Maybe. But it, it completely was lost on me. <laughs> the the breadcrumb. Yeah. The I crow was... grabbed it from my path because I <laughs> did not see it at all. Yeah. When I read it, I was just like, wait, how is Ama and Nanu, how are neither of them? Yeah. Why are you not picking up with that what the author's throwing down? Because well, he also has an accent. Yes. Yeah. So they know he is not from the U.S. Yeah. And he has a, it's described as like a British accent that's a little not British. Yes. Yeah. It's like his accent is Bangladeshi with like yeah. a hint of a, a hint British, of the British yeah. accent. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like he's got an accent. So, you know, he's foreign. Mm-hmm. His last name is the same as this actress. Mm-hmm. And he is the right age to be her son. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Come I just on. thought, like, since it was Nanu's favorite actress, maybe I, I had it in my head that the actress was, like, Nanu's age. Like, oh. but she was just watching, like, an older film or something. Oh, okay. But, yeah. That, that totally missed it. But that's what happens when you switch between reading and listening. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you miss those things sometimes when you listen, True. I think, rather than, like, physically reading it. So, yeah. yeah. But, but. There it is. Yeah. Overall liked it. Overall good. Like the family characters. Mm-hmm. I liked yeah. that like nobody in the family was like a total jerk. It was just normal. You yeah. know, it was believable. It was yeah. real people, slight miscommunication or non-communication, but not like one simple misunderstanding that could have fixed the whole thing. There yeah. there wasn't any of that. So yeah. I liked them. Yeah. It it felt it felt real. Yeah. Like the stakes were like high, mm-hmm. you know. I, it wasn't just a silly little, like, mm-hmm. misunderstanding. Yeah. It's, like, real, true, like, this is, like, life shit, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. there's stuff yeah. it was. Yeah, it's more about lack of communication than a misunderstanding. Right, which yeah. I like. Which yeah. are different things. Yes, I agree. So, yeah. yeah. Liked it. Yeah. Thought it was good. Yeah. There's no film for this book, obviously. But I did look it up just to see... And there is a 1955 film called The Love Match. Not the same. <laughs> Very different. Right. I could see them making a movie. Yeah. I could, like, uh, you know, they have, what is it, The Summer I Turned Pretty mm-hmm. kind of gives, like, that YA oh, okay. vibe. Like, there are a few, like, new release movies on Netflix and mm-hmm. on Amazon, I mm-hmm. believe, that are, that give this, like, vibe. Cool. Very cool. So, I think it, it, it could make a really cute, like, yeah. movie. Yeah. I would watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah, if they turned it into a movie, I would watch it. Yeah. If they rewrote the ending. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a big place. that would be a big scene in the movie. They they couldn't. Oh they couldn't yeah, they could they couldn't leave that out. No way. They've got you, they have to do the reveal. Oh yeah. So it's dramatic. The drama <laughs> it is dramatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so that's that on the love match. Yeah. Um, pick it up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I read it on my Kindle. Yeah. It's uh, definitely worth a read. Yeah. I think it's got some good emotional notes in there, too. Especially... I agree. Family... The family... Yeah. Interaction. Yeah. I think it's good. Excellent. Excellent. I will say that I don't love... I think I... I, We've talked about this before. I don't love it whenever the protagonist of a book is a writer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't love it. It it feels strange to me. I feel like, you know, they always say people... Writers will tell writers write what you know uh-huh. and I think that you shouldn't yeah <laughs> you shouldn't always write what yeah. you know yeah don't write a writer yeah I've made a very conscious effort in my own writings mm-hmm. to never make my protagonist a yeah. writer she could have easily had another passion and it would have mm-hmm. still gone the same yeah. way so yeah. I get it yeah, yeah I totally get what you're saying so I mean it's just a, it's just my own thing I yeah. it's just my own thing I still liked it I still liked the book and I it's mm-hmm. easy it is as a writer reading about another writer's plight mm-hmm. I can't it I do like sympathize with mm-hmm. with all of that it's yeah. just, you know it's just a it's just a thing yeah so I get it it's I a personal it. thing but other than that yeah. you know liked it so. good and our next novel the picture of Dorian Gray oh Going back to the classics. Uh, fair warning. <laughs> this is one of my favorite books of all time. <laughs> so fully biased, and I just don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote a seminar paper about Dorian Gray. Right. So that one's so. probably going to be a long episode. I'm surprised this episode was as long as it is, but we did get sidetracked. Yeah, there's probably quite a bit, quite a bit that we can like pull out and stuff. But. And there was a lot yeah. in the book, really, though. This this happens to yeah, us. It does. It does. And it. So. I mean, but if you guys have gotten this far, you like you know the drill, and you enjoy the the intermingled yeah. normal conversation. So yeah. I mean, because you know. it just, you know, it sparks your thoughts. Right. Makes you think right. about actual real life. Yeah, exactly. So that's but, what a book is for. And that's, what, that's what brains do. They that's what the brains thoughts, do. thoughts bounce around. They don't <laughs> stay. I mean, well, my brain anyway can't stay focused on one thing. It's got to hit all the different random things in my brain. So, yeah. But so. on that note, please rate and review us. Mm-hmm. Uh, send along your book recs and let us know if you've read this particular book or any of the other books that we've covered. Yes. Like and I what said, your thoughts are. Yes. Them. Yeah, we want your thoughts. But like I said earlier, this is pro- we're like winding down on the pre-recorded stuff. So maybe my next episode, it depends on when we record it. We may be able to get your feedback by then um, mm-hmm. or it may be a couple episodes after that. But we're moving in the direction of where you guys will actually start hearing uh, some it's... feedback to your your reaching out. If yeah. you do so, if no one reaches out then and you don't hear it for several episodes, then you <laughs> You know that none of you are talking to us. <laughs> and that's okay, I guess. Yeah. You know what? That's fine. Right. DM, email, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. It's fine. And our tunes and artwork were collaboration of the We Read Books crew. Ew. <laughs> you know, just creating. Yep. 
So yeah, everything is created in house. Yeah. So this is it. Yeah, we're not sourcing anything out to other folks. We're, you know, we're not getting paid, so we're not paying somebody else. To Certainly not to contribute. We we got the skills. That's right. And you know what? That's the moral of the story. You can learn how to do something. Yeah. You can figure it out. Do it your dang self. That's right. Because <laughs> you can. You you can figure it out. We believe in you. Exactly. I mean, listen. You can learn to do almost anything on YouTube. You really can. You need to fix your HVAC? YouTube. Yeah. yeah. You want to build something? YouTube. Yeah. It can be a great resource. Yeah. Change your oil? YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> We're at the end. This is it. <laughs> it's so late. I know. Okay. Well, until next time, don't be a chicken and read books. Okay. Goodbye. Bok bok. Good. <laughs> <laughs>